0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. It's looking like another calendar is going to have to get put up on the wall there, huh? I've been sitting here in this big, comfortable, manly, black leather poppet chair in my living room, doing this podcast for quite a while now. It's not long enough to call it a a once upon a time situation, but, but you know, we started it quite a while ago. And you think about things like that when a new year pops up in the calendar. Once upon a time. You know, to lots of people, it was a long ago once upon a time that the numbers on our years started with a 1 instead of a 2. Be honest, when you think what's today's date, do you sometimes still come up with a, with a 19-something, huh? I think most of us in the Louis Louis generation stumble on that once in a while. Last time it really was a 1900-something was 1999. How did you get along all the way back then without your smartphone or your car GPS? or your email, or your texting, or your Netflix. Did you like your videotape recorder and your fax machine, huh? And how hard was it to learn to use Windows 98? One of the stories I remember best from all the way back in 1999 was how everybody was scared that our computers wouldn't be able to handle the year 2000. That worked out okay. Bill Clinton was impeached in 1999. Wayne Gretzky retired. Boris Yeltsin did, too. That was the year Putin took over in Russia. And there was a nasty war going on in Kosovo. Remember that? We're pretty far along in the 2000s now starting a brand new year, brand new chapter in the story of our lives. What kind of ending will this chapter have for you, huh? What'll happen to you? Big Louie says, better yet, what will you make happen? Which is a little different way to look at it, but maybe a good one. Big Louie also says, you never know when something wonderful is going to happen. He's always saying that. If you don't know about Big Louie yet... Please look up my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, on Amazon.com. Shameless plug. I really think there's some stuff that you might like to read about in there. So what will our life story look like 12 months from now when we do this the next time, huh? Stories always grab my attention, even when I should be very busy doing other more important things. Probably the same for you. (laughs) Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, tell me more. I guess everybody likes telling stories. And certainly Louie Louie generation lads and ladies have a few real life stories to tell. They're usually about the big things that happen in our lives, you know? Like your, like your first real kiss, for example. Not some big sloppy slurp from a maiden aunt. I mean the first real smackaroo right on the lips from somebody who kinda turns you on. I got mine from Jeannie Campbell. She was six, I was an older man of seven. Thank you, Genie, in case you're listening to this. I, at, at the age of seven, I wasn't quite sure why I liked that kiss from Genie Campbell. I guess it is needless to say, I have since figured that out. <laughs> Your first paycheck, that's always a big event. Mine was for $8. I was working in my grandfather's butcher shop. First time you got a job. First time you lost one. Huh? That's probably one of the life stories you sometimes tell. So is the story of how you got your first car, and what that was like, and how you survived your first fist fight. Mine happened to Coney Island. I was about six years old, and I won. <laughs> I'll never forget it. The word first comes up a lot when you tell the uh, once upon a time stories of your life. Looks like I've done hundreds of blogs and podcasts now, so I I don't really have very many big firsts to to tell you about in my life anymore, which means that I got to look around to find lots of very small firsts. And I found that's really a very good thing because it makes me look more carefully at what's really going on around me. You know, life's little things. We take them so much for granted that we sometimes don't take the time to enjoy them. Stuff like The first scent of fresh coffee when you open the jar. I like to take the the packing out of the top of the jar and do one of those numbers, you know? Stuff like um, when just for an instant the Christmas tree smells like you first remember it from when you were five. How about the first snowball you ever felt in your hands and throwing it and actually hitting the kid you were aiming at? (laughs) And the first brightly colored easter egg you ever saw first day in march when it was actually warm enough to go outside without a jacket first time you went for a swim in the ocean and you you caught a wave and you rode it all the way to the soft warm sand first time you were the parent at a parent teachers meeting first time you saw the way your life partner looks sleeping in the first light of dawn that's beautiful pretty often as a member of the louis louis generation you got to face the first time there's a last time happening in your life. It's like the day you suddenly know it's really time to retire from a career that you've loved. I think I'm going to have to face that one in probably just a week or so. How about when it's Time to tell an old friend that his political or religious views have become so extreme that you just can't talk with him about that stuff anymore. You gotta find some other stuff to talk about with him. And those of us who are members of the Louis Louis generation have all been around long enough to know what it is like to experience the first time you know it's the last time that you'll see your mother or your father or your husband or your wife or, or your best friend. Worse yet. Sometimes you don't know it, it just happens. And you know, that's why Happy Holidays just doesn't cover the realities of Christmas and New Year's. Happy Holidays is phony. It's like, have a nice day. The magic in Christmas is about Santa Claus and music and presents and good food and close company and and as, as our little Cecilia said, uh, Christmas is about love. And those are all honest and real. But Christmas is also about giving birth to a baby in a stable. A stable! As in a place full of straw that animals have soiled, reeking of some very strong smells that really don't need descriptions here. And how about Joseph? Joseph. Imagine how he must have felt realizing that the best he could do for shelter while his wife was giving birth was a stable. And only women can understand the desperation and pain that a young woman feels giving birth to her first child. A child, in the case of Christmas, a child who has in his future nails and thorns and a broken heart. Happy Holidays certainly doesn't let you touch the power of of the hope that we still, for some reason, manage to feel for the new year that's about to start. That hope is genuine magic. It's honest and real, even though there's no logical reason for it. Especially at the end of a year in which so much excellent American blood was still turning foreign sands bright red. Way too many American men, women, and children were going homeless and cold and hungry. Even Americans who proudly and honorably wore the uniform of our country in battle. And worst of all, of course, for most of us personally, is that we've had to face the fact that we will never again hear at least one familiar voice that used to sing "Old Lang Syne with us once upon a time. You know, the very fact... That you're listening to this podcast is amazing to me it really is it's kind of a magic in itself maybe it's because you believe in magic too and you like hanging out with somebody else who understands that magic feels so good some magic you have to see to believe some magic works the other way around you have to believe it to see it you probably know that you certainly know that's not logical but neither is real magic so I want to thank you for spending some of your precious time with me this past year. I hope that you will drop in on the podcast again regularly through the new year and the blog too, as a matter of fact. And if you did enjoy the visits, you know, please pass along an invitation to join us for some friends of yours, because that would be a good way to grow the group, bigger the better, because I like the company of as many folks as possible who understand that magic hides in little beginnings. You know, like opening that fresh jar of coffee. It uh, hides in laughs from people who love laughs but aren't afraid of tears. Folks who don't mind taking a long trip that ends in sleeping on the floor because there aren't enough couches. You know, just because they care enough to want to share the beginning of a new year. So obviously, we can't know the stories this new year will bring. We'll take our guesses, but we'll probably look back and say oh boy <laughs> we sure missed that but i believe that as long as we're honest and real in telling the stories we'll keep finding the times in our lives that'll make our magic strong singing old lang syne with a couple of good friends is a good way to start as a matter of fact i have found that if you listen closely enough as you're singing and you really do believe in magic You can sometimes actually hear the voice of someone who's missing this year singing along with you one more time. Try it. Listen. Listen closely. Listen closely one more time.